Hey guys, thanks for tuning into this episode of Confidential-ish. This episode is a little bit different. It's an anonymous episode. So every secret that I'll be discussing along with my two guest hosts, uh, they were submitted anonymously, either via Instagram or email or whatever. Um, I want to say thank you. First of all, thank you guys for doing this. But second of all, I have to issue a trigger warning. Um, These secrets were all submitted, of course, by adults, all over 18 years old. Uh, But we do discuss statutory rape, and I felt like I owed it to you guys to give you a heads up. That begins at the 14-minute mark and pretty much goes till the end of the episode. Um, It is a shorter episode today, so I believe it's only about five minutes long. But still, I feel like I just have to put that out there. And I want you guys to know that I have your backs. And anytime that we discuss a triggering topic or anything of the sort, I will always, always, always give you a trigger warning as well as resources in our show notes on well, wherever you listen to this podcast. So just wanted to go ahead and do that. But I really appreciate, again, you guys listening. And most of all, I appreciate all you guys who submitted your anonymous secrets for discussion. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I hope you enjoy this episode. We'll see you next week for our usual interview. And um, enjoy. Okay. Hi, guys. Welcome back to Confidential-ish, guys. Thank you for listening. Today is a special episode. It is the first time we're doing this. This is an episode with solely anonymous secrets. So you guys submitted some anonymous secrets to the Confidential-ish Instagram slash email, and now we are discussing them. As promised, I will not bring anonymity. I will not say your names or anything of the sort, but we are going to be discussing them with two special guest hostesses, (laughs) hostess cupcake. (laughs) And uh, first up, we have Ashley, who you might be familiar with, Miss Dancing Toes, Miss Dancing Feet, (laughs) Ashley herself. (laughs) Welcome back. Thank you so much, Miss Miss, uh, Ashley Ballerina, present. And we have Nicole, who has not yet been on the pod, but welcome, Nicole. Thank you. Um, Okay, so how this is going to work is I'm going to just read them, basically, and then we're going to discuss. This is a safe place. This is a no-judgment zone. Um, So we're going to start off kind of soft. I think it's better to start softball with these because some of them get kind of saucy. So Question. Answer. Are you just going to do soft all the way up to hard? There's really only one soft. And then everything else (laughs) is hard. And then everything gets a little rough after that. Okay. Um, But the first one that we're going to talk about, which I think is kind of poignant to be speaking to these two ladies about, because these two are both in nursing school, this secret came in from two people separately. They don't know each other. And the secret, it's it's like less of a secret, more of a like feeling and it is they both said in one way or another i fucking hate it when people on instagram when they upload their vaccination cards and i was like you know what that's a valid opinion and we're gonna talk about it so how do you guys feel about that i just don't i'm curious for anyone who does it why you do it yeah i mean i feel like it doesn't matter you don't share any of your other personal records, any kind of shots. So why do you think it's appropriate to show that you are maybe better than someone else just because you have the COVID vaccine, you know? So you guys are both kind of in that camp as well. Yeah, we both want everyone to post their vaccination cards. Got it, yeah. 
That's yeah. interesting. That's interesting that you guys are both kind of on that side of the aisle. Yeah. I mean, how do you feel about it? Um, I don't care either way, frankly. I think kind of in contrast, I think like, why not? Um, I've read a couple articles that are like, you know, don't do it because of... Like HIPAA? Maybe HIPAA. I don't know. I've read a couple of things like that. Um, I got... I'm vaccinated. I'm, dub- I'm double-dosed. Um, <laughs> I thought you were about to say I'm double-vaccinated. No, I'm I'm double-dosed, as they say. As I say. Um, <laughs> and uh, I think I put up the sticker on Instagram. I think I put up, like, the I'm vaccinated sticker. That makes me think of I voted. So it's almost then, and I didn't think about this before, ties into this like weird political element that I find, I, I mean, to, you know, to each their own. But I, I, I sometimes I'm like, does it create this weird, unnecessary like hierarchy to it? Or Nicole touched on like better than it's like a weird, it's a weird situation. It's also very uncharted territory. No one else has ever like posted their other vaccinations. Yeah, I got a tetanus shot this year earlier too, Ooh. and I didn't, I didn't post shit about that on Instagram. So, um, but in case anybody Could was wondering, imagine? yeah, in case anyone was wondering, I, I have my tetanus shot. So time to go fall on some metal. Uh huh. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't really. I don't really care. I guess either way, and maybe I don't know. But maybe again, you guys are both in nursing school, and these two gals that sent this in, they're both nurses. So. Maybe this is something that I'm not just privy to. Sure. And I mean, they also, I don't know how long either of these two people have been nurses, but they also just went through a hectic ass year. So maybe they're just on their last limb. Maybe. And everything is kind of just exhausting them. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just thought it was an interesting point of view because I assume that the majority of nurses, practicing nurses did get the vaccine. You know, maybe not all, but I assume that the majority of them... Yeah, had to. Had to in order to work. Um, Okay, well, that was the first one that was just, like, very, like, softball. But I thought it was... I thought it would be cool to talk about you guys because you're kind of in that world. I couldn't be further from that world. That was, like, the only thing I knew I didn't want to be when I was a little girl. I knew I didn't want to be a doctor or an astronaut. Those two things off the table forever. Literally forever. Yeah. Or any sort of like pilot. I thought you could fly a plane to space, essentially making you an astronaut. So like first you're a pilot, then you take a bigger airplane. Now you're in space. Welcome. You're an astronaut. I hate it. Yeah. (laughs) Shout out to astronauts. Astronauts. And pilots. Thank you for your service. But it's a no from me. It's a no from me. Yeah. Different horizon for you. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. Um, all right. Anyway, moving on. So now we're going to go into a bit of a, it's a bit of a doozy. Oh my God. I'm so excited. Okay. Here's the second one. So this one is a bit more salacious. This anonymous secret is, which shout out to you guys for sending these in. Thank you for doing that. Um, okay. So I was with my boyfriend for a little over 10 years. We broke up and I slept with somebody else about two weeks after we broke up. My ex-boyfriend and I are now back together. I told him we slept together maybe once or twice at most. They know each other, but my boyfriend has no idea who it is or that we slept together almost every weekend while we were broken up. I have so many things to say. One, are they still together? Yes. (sighs) Whoever you are out there, I hope you feel lighter for sure. First off, 
I hope that gave you some type of relief. Yeah. You were broken up. You're broken up. I don't know. In my opinion, broken up, all bets are off, right? I mean... Yeah. And it's not like they were best friends as far as we know. No. This person says that they know each other, although the boyfriend doesn't think that he knows this person. You know what I mean? My curious question would be, does does your boyfriend ask you about him? Like, is this something that comes up often? Is the fact that you not are like lying by omission, but like he doesn't know weigh on you. Like what element to this do you almost feel your own type of problem about? Because she's lying. She lied, right? It doesn't matter. Well, she said once or twice. So she feels bad that she lied. She didn't need to lie. I feel like it's not any of his business. What happened when you're broken up? I wouldn't feel bad. But would you lie? I, I probably wouldn't say once or twice. I would just be like, yeah, I slept with him. You know, I don't think that numbers need to be entered in the conversation. And then how about the fact that the boyfriend thinks that he doesn't know who this guy is? Like he's a rando, but they actually do know each other. That is what would give me anxiety. Oh, wow. Now that I'm hearing it for another time, this is so much worse than I thought it was. <laughs> she lied. It's some random dude. If I'm getting, if I were to ask like my significant other, like if they slept with anyone, the next thought would be how many times for sure. Even though you guys are broken up. Yeah. You would ask how many times Mm -hmm. specifically you'd want to know how many That would be my follow-up question. Really? If not, do I know them? And then it's how many times. So she, this, and again, no shade and no judgment here. This is a judgment free zone, but she did lie twice. So she said, you know, yeah, it was a rando and it was only once or twice when really it was consistently the entire time while they were broken up and he does in fact know this person. So that's what would give, I know myself, I would, I would have anxiety that maybe one day this dude would decide to be a fucking dick and tell my boyfriend. That's what would give me anxiety. At any moment, you're going to have to deal with this. Yeah. And the fact that she was with this dude for 10 years and then they got back together. And who knows what broke them up in the first place? Was it a trust issue? Yeah. So that's a salacious secret. That's probably one of the most salacious that we received. And thank you so much to whomever that was. Yeah, thank you. And also girl power. And I'm not. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I'll go to the fucking grave with, with that one, with who you are. Yeah. But. Yeah, I don't know who you are. No, that's another note, guys, is that Nicole and Ashley have no idea who yeah. sent these in. And also, sidebar, I am working on something where that'll it'll like auto generate like it you type in the secret in your email, but it'll scramble it. I'm trying to get the logistics figured out on that. But I actually me. I have someone I can ask. Oh, know. fantastic. Yeah. Yes. Um yeah, so eventually the next round of these, you'll be able to submit them truly anonymously. These people just trusted me and said, Yeah, just don't use my name. So thank you, number one. <laughs> Um, so TBD on that, guys. So next time we do this, um, we'll have it actually like completely anonymous. So, okay, here's another one. This submission says, I went around my neighborhood in my Catholic school uniform when I was in high school asking for donations <gasps> for children in poverty-stricken countries. I used the money to get my tongue pierced. Oh, my God. <laughs> I have so many feelings. That was really smart of you. Yikes. First of all. <laughs> I don't know how old you were, but. Oh, they did mention they were 14. So they were children. They were. That is a smart 14-year-old. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, essentially, you're just 
soliciting, right? You're like a door-to-door salesman, yeah. but you're collecting. So she, so they mentioned they were in their Catholic school uniform. Yeah. Do you still have your tongue pierced today? Good question. That's a follow-up. That's a good follow-up question. Yeah. I mean, cool. I could I could say that that's just wrong. <laughs> that's just, but I mean, what yeah. do you, how do you guys feel about I mean, when I say smart, I'm not promoting it. I'm just saying it is crafty. I can't disagree with you that that's crafty. The Catholic school uniform is a nice, it's a nice touch. I do have to say, similar situation that I know about, someone that I know, went around their neighborhood saying that they would wash cars for money for the church. They had a lot of cars to wash. They got a lot of money. And um, their parents found out and it wasn't great. They had to go back to the houses and give the money back. Not a good situation for them. Do you know what the plan was for the money to begin with? Absolutely not. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) No, it was just, uh, they were like 13, wanted some money just to have. Just to have. Just to have. This is safe. (laughs) Um, did, so how did, do you know how those neighbors reacted to when they knocked on the door and yeah, I guess they just, they just took the money back and they said, okay, it was not in the best part of town. So I think that's why they thought that they could get away with it. Literally stealing from the poor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so really though, the people, the people won in the end though, cause they got a, they got a free car wash. Absolutely. Sense. Yes. Yeah. So yes. karma. Wait. No one washed the cars, though. Yes, they yeah. did. They ended up having to wash the cars. That's how they got... I need to be a better listener. Yeah. yeah. That's how they got the fucking money. <laughs> I thought they didn't end up washing the cars. No, it wasn't a pre-order. No. Okay, so they got their cars washed. Then they got their, their money back. Yeah, a couple days after. How much money, I wonder? I don't know, but... It was a decent amount for 13-year-olds. How did they find out, the parents? I think they just had an honest child. It was the youngest out of them all. A snitch brought him down. They had a snitch because I think the youngest was less involved, was getting less money, was upset about it, and then told the mom. The mom told the rest of the parents. Domino effect. Wow. These are some very savvy 13 and 14-year-olds we're talking about today. Yeah, let that be a lesson. Always give equal share. That's the lesson in all this. That is some instant karma. You know what? I have to side with the people on this one, the people who are getting bamboozled by these little preteens. Thanks for sharing. That was good. (laughs) Moving. Good luck with your tongue piercing. Also, yeah, to the other person. Okay, let's see. Let's do another one. This is going to be our last one because we're keeping these somewhat shorter. These are just kind of like little bonus episodes. This one is... I lost my virginity to an 18-year-old when I was 13, and I kind of resent myself for it. I have so many questions. Well, number one, let's just put it out there that that is literally statutory rape, and I would offer my love and compassion towards that person because 13 and 18, you're so different developmentally. So you don't realize it when you're 13 years old. You don't realize how far 18 really is mentally. You realize that when you're 18. And then same thing for 18 and 25. You don't realize how different you are until you're there. Yeah. But an 18-year-old has 
I think, not only a moral responsibility, but a literal legal responsibility to not take advantage of that. 100% I can say that the 13-year-old should not resent themselves for that because it's no, not yeah, your... No. Absolutely, you were a victim in that scenario. That's my opinion. I think so, too. Yeah. Yeah, because there's situations where, obviously, he had to know. He knew, obviously. They were 18. There's no way they could look at the situation and be like, yeah, this is this is a good idea. This is totally cool. And I get maybe going into high school and there's always that fantasy of like a freshman being with a senior. I wanted that. I feel like sometimes some things are overlooked a little bit, but in the end, not okay. Yeah, I'm curious if they like how it went about, like how do they know each other? You know what I mean? What was the circumstances? I'm not trying to take away from it, but um, but like, how did she, how did she know this guy? Like, under what capacity was the relationship before? Does it matter? I guess it's just a general curiosity. But I mean, 13 and 18. But Nicole, I think you bring up a really good point, just like societally, that that definitely has been overlooked and has been a thing where it's been romanticized. The age difference? Yes. Oh, for sure. I mean, there's plenty. When I was a freshman, there was so many freshman senior relationships. And I think you touched on a really good point because, you know, we watched all these dramas and we were growing up like the OC was on and whatever, all those, One Tree Hill. And it, there's always an age difference, right? There's always, the girl's always younger, number one, and the guy's always an athlete. <laughs> Or he's a bad boy. Those are the only two options. I would like to say that that person, whoever sent that in, should absolutely not resent themselves because fuck that guy, number one. He did something wrong. They did nothing wrong. Absolutely. I think so too. I think a lot of times, I think it's always been there. But in the past decade, have people talked about it more? Have people brought a lot of other things to the surface? A hundred percent. There's just more call-outs. I mean, it's always been there. It is a thing. It is a thing. And I think everybody knows it. And I think you're right, I think, Ashley, that things are different now. Or at least I think they're going in a better direction where people are calling that shit out. And they're like, this is weird and gross. Yeah, I mean, even when you watch things now that we're older, even I'm like, oh, it's my favorite movie as a kid. And I watch it and I'm like, oh, no, this is wrong. But that shit was acceptable. That oh, yeah. Like in movies. Ugh. Anyway, moving on, I digress. I just want to leave know that that person has nothing to feel resentful towards themselves about because they were taken advantage of. And my heart goes out to them. Um, And thank you for submitting that secret as well. How do we feel about these anonymous secrets, you guys? I think it's great. Get things out. And I'd be interested to also see and hear how it feels for them to hear it. I wanted to come from an avenue to feel safe for them to let things off their chest. Because it should be. And you just need to say it. But keep in mind that they are saying it for it to be discussed. So that takes guts. That takes courage. And I commend you guys for that, for sending secrets in to have them literally be a topic of conversation. So hats off to you. Thank you. But I agree that I think it probably feels good to get that shit off your chest. What do you think, Nicole? A good opportunity for other people, too. Because I'm sure these situations have happened with other people and maybe talking about it kind of helps some people heal a little bit um yeah i think it's great (laughs) well thank you guys for being my first ever 
combo guests, I think, or combo hosts. Thank you. And I really appreciate it. Thank you for taking the time. And thank you guys for listening to Confidential-ish. I really appreciate it. Don't forget to like and subscribe and all that and you know all that stuff (laughs) and all that jazz and all that jazz so chicago yep ah (laughs) (laughs) we're throwing it back you guys (laughs) episode one she loves musicals (laughs) i'm still here baby (laughs) um all right well that's that on that all right i gotta go to tap dance (laughs) see you next time